In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen. What more do you want me to say today? What more can you possibly hear than you have not heard already, especially from the mouths of the youngest members here in the church? Not only were they singing, but they were also reading God's holy word in your presence. There are those today who will say, ah, the church is dead. The church believes in myths and dead things. There's not life, there's not growth, there's not things happening here in the life of the church today. And yet all of us are still celebrating Christmas this coming week. Christmas with all of the festivity, with all of the lights, with all of the presents, and yes, all of Jesus. Whether you believe it or not, that is after all what the Christmas season is about. Jesus' birth. It's called Christ must. And yet, what more could we possibly hear today than you haven't heard already? We just sang one of the oldest known Christian hymns that we have on record. Ambrose of Milan, who lived in the middle of the third century, wrote that hymn, Savior of the Nations Come. Think about that. A hymn from the middle of the 3rd century sung by 21st century children today. And yes, I know these kids had to go through this rehearsal in Sunday school. Parents brought them here. They probably were not terribly comfortable up here. I remember I have times and memories in my own mind of when I had to do these things. But if anything should tell us today that the true message of Christmas is alive and well. It's what you have seen today and what you have heard with your own ears. The Holy Spirit has been at work through you parents who brought these kids to Sunday school for these rehearsals. The Holy Spirit has been at work through your teachers who have led them and through song, through readings, and through rehearsals with all of it that's been given before us here today. The Holy Spirit has brought all of you here today some of you simply because a child that you know or grandchild that you know was going to be participating in today's service. And yet in the midst of all of this, the Holy Spirit wants to point us to the greatest gift that we could ever receive in our midst. And I would dare say it's the greatest gift that you and I are in need of today. Because everything else in this world is falling down and falling apart. You have relationships that are falling apart in families. You have all of the politics that are being ramped up and flamed up in our midst. There's once again another variant of the dreaded pandemic flu. And we once again are scratching our heads and saying, what next? Change and decay, death all around, we see. And despite all of our attempts to gussy everything up, to make everything happy and cheerful, you still live in a dying world. And so do I. And so in the midst of all of this, in the midst of whatever is wrapped underneath your tree, of what you are anticipating next weekend... The Savior of the nation has come. Your Savior, my Savior, true God and true man. 
This is what I want you to hold on to simply here today. In the midst of all the chaos and the confusion, in the midst of all the questions, even for those who might look at all of this and say, well, there's only one God but multiple paths and all religions maybe are the same. Find for me a religion out there apart from Christianity that talks about God becoming one of us. You won't find it. Islam will not talk about God becoming one of us. In fact, Islam will very adamantly deny that Jesus is true God. He's just a prophet, just a nice teacher. They will adamantly deny his resurrection. The New Age movement will say that you have to find God within yourself through something that you have to achieve or attain. All of the other religions in the world say that God is way up there and you somehow have to live a good life, a better life. You somehow have to try to achieve the God-like state, the divine nature of whatever the God may be. But then when you look at all of these other religions of the world in their artwork, how do they somehow, someway portray God? He, she, or it looks like a human being. Christianity simply sits there and says, no, you've got it wrong. I know that's offensive, that may be narrow-minded, it might be bigoted to some people, but Christianity simply talks about God coming down into our flesh, not to be served, but to serve to give up his life as a ransom for many. This is God taking on our human flesh and blood. God coming on and taking on our sin, our loneliness, our sadness, our pain, our suffering, our mourning the loss of loved ones, our divisions, our divorces, our cancer, our pandemic, our masks, everything that we are terrified about in this life, all of the darkness wrapped up, and he decides to take it all onto himself so that you would be set free. Free by the forgiveness of that darkness that you and I have wrapped ourselves up in. Free by the forgiveness of all of our sins as he shed his human blood for us on the cross, freed as he took on our death so that you might not die eternally. No other religion speaks of this way. No other movement speaks of how God works in, the God, as in terms of Christianity because here is God in a few short days that we will celebrate a God in diapers a God needing to be nursed by his mother, a God who does not have a stately and royal crib, but lies in a cattle stall, in a lowly manger, a feeding trough. And yet all the while the hosts of heaven are singing glory to God in the highest and on earth for you, peace. Peace and light, and love, and joy, and salvation are you, our 
yours are now. All of those things gifted to you because he has come in the flesh and he has won the victory. No matter what is keeping you from this place, no matter what has you wrapped up in fear, no matter what has you looking at life and saying, what in the world is going on here? Rejoice. Take heart in what you heard with the little kids today. They didn't sit up here today and say, are, are you sure about this? You really think this happened? Are you guys sure that you really believe all of this? No, nonetheless, they sang, Savior of the nations come, virgin son, make here your home. Marvel now, O heaven and earth, that the Lord chose such a birth. From the manger newborn light shines in glory through the night. For you, darkness no more resides. In this light, faith now abides. A little child shall lead you, the Christ child. And through the mouths of babes, we rejoice that the Holy Spirit is still at work in his church at this place, proclaiming the light shining out in the darkness, the light that the darkness cannot overcome. The light of the Christ child, born for you, born for the salvation of the world. And to that end, all that is left to be said is simply, to Christ alone be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen.